0: Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on.
1: Pause. With that, you know, we've talked about what we've been doing lately and uh, the current events. I know I've been watching a lot of sports lately. NBA, back in the fray of playoffs. Uh, Baseball, got to be honest, I haven't watched a ton of baseball. Uh, Football, hey, just got things kicked off yesterday. Football is back in action. So you all know we're not going to dive into the specifics of uh, how – super the first Sunday went and all of that business but what I really want to talk about is sports itself so you know the NBA had kind of a make or break moment a couple weeks back where they're determining do we want to proceed with the season or is this a distraction you know there are bigger social issues at hand especially with the uh, shooting of you know Jacob Blake that was what kind of got them to ask that question again in the future. Now, of course, this all started, well, I can't even say it started because it's been going on since forever. But, you know, a lot of this social justice uh, self-examination that this country has gone through started with uh, George Floyd back in, I think that was May. So, I mean, this has been, it's almost an entirely different month or entirely different world since all of that happened. So back to the point of sports itself is sports or rather are sports more of a distraction or do you see them as more of an escape? Now with that, I want to start with chance because chance I know that you were probably the first one that initially felt, Hey, we're actually distracting ourselves from what matters most. So I want to get more of your thoughts on that Why you initially felt that way. And if you still do feel that way. Um, to put it in a nutshell, yes and
2: no, I'll explain I'll explain no first because it's kind of more positive and I won't get long winded in it. It is a good thing. It is great therapy. Yesterday I spent some time with my family or whatever. It was the day after uh, you know uh, uh, a patriarch in our family uh, in my mom's hometown of Palestine like uh, passed away. And it was like a changing of the guard, you know what I'm saying? We're losing like all the good ones, all the ones that you know old. He was he was he was he was ready to go. You know, he was like 98 or 99 or 97. Nobody really knew this. As long as I've known Jerry Abrams, he's been like 137. So, all I did yesterday with my family was watch football, drink beers, and just laugh and just, you know, hang out with them and shit like that. Because yeah, it was Sunday. Nobody went to church. It's like a church going family and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, It was just, you know, we we just wanted to hang out in family. And my horoscope said family and all that shit like that. But at the same time, while we were hanging out with family, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have a big one. We were watching football. We were watching, like, Red Zone and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was fun, even though we weren't even paying attention to all the games. You know what I'm saying? Because they were were all on the same screen and shit like that. And the audio, you know, how they, they work it on that shit. Like, you know. Like, it felt good. It, I missed it. I missed football. You know what I'm saying? Even though y'all know how I feel about the NFL. But, like, it's so great that, like, they came around to, like, the NBA. I, I, I loved – I enjoyed Sunday. I enjoyed my Sunday yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And like, I want to start keeping up with that shit because even though it, it may feel like a distraction, it's only, like, uh, like something like the NBA, you know, it's every day. You know what I'm saying? Because they have to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Their Their, their season was, like, ruined. You know what I'm saying they're trying to finish it and then because they got to worry about another one coming up soon, whenever that's going to be. And uh, but the NFL they had the easy break, you know what I'm saying? They were out of theirs already, you know what I mean? It was kind of like a like if you think about it, it like a it, like a it, it seemed like it was planned in a way, you know what I'm saying? For like them to like, hey, we need a reset, we need to take this season in the front office, the back office, the every everything on the field, coaching, all this shit, we need to reevaluate it. Because look at our look at look at the people that rep- really represent us, the players. You know what I'm saying? Whether they're black white or other, you know what I'm saying? Whether the demographics or everything, some there it's all about talent. You know what I'm saying? It's who
1: can play football, who can run this play. Yeah, I know you were having some issues with uh, connectivity, you know, moving into the new house, getting everything all settled and all that. Uh, One of the big things you had to make sure was you actually could watch the game. So, hey, you got it all set up, all squared away, checked it out the other night. Where are you with all this? Because, I mean, I know that uh, we've been excited about football. We've been excited about sports for a while now. It's been kind of quiet without them going on for so long. Now that that's back, do you feel that it has taken away from the issues at large or do you feel like it's more of an escape Where, where's your take on it
0: all uh, my thing is uh it's definitely an escape um, when it comes to a distraction that's that's honestly up to the individual for example like the first question people need to ask is what's the distraction from i mean you know of course you know we quickly bring up you know like social justice issues which can be addressed and you can still catch the game you know what i mean so i don't believe that that affects it um and where I'm trying to go with that is you can't also say something that is a distraction if you haven't been about change or making change regardless you know what I mean like we need to do something you know so like those can be two different entities so we can talk about things over and over and over but until you're being your own John Lewis you know what I mean like let's get done
1: yeah, I know that uh, the thing that caught me most off guard <clears throat> from Thursday, because, you know, we checked out that Thursday game and, uh, you know, you got the the Chiefs and Texans, center field, solidarity, arms locked. And as is often the case with things like this, it becomes political. Set aside left and right. Me, I'm right there in the middle. I look at, you know, my my brother's on the camera with me right now, but seriously though, you know, I look at black, white, everybody the same, you know, everybody has their own culture and things like that, but I don't know why race becomes a political tool, why it becomes a ploy. I think what people really need to pay attention to is what's really happening here is that we're being made to separate ourselves, we're being forced to divide ourselves, you know, I I don't understand why we're booing you know the nfl's messages which are end racism and it takes all of us we're booing that not we but you know people that are in the crowd are booing that jock i know you saw that that had to rub you the wrong way um and i mean i know we've talked a lot about sports and all the good that it can bring Mm -hmm. but i mean what's going on with some of that other stuff
3: yeah so yeah i'll go ahead and uh speak on that so First of all, you know, answer your question, is it a distraction or not? Uh, to me, I think no. Like what Gary said, it depends on the individual, each person, and we need more positivity. So I think it can be a good thing to continue to, like, bring people together, to hang out, to talk, and just continue, like, that bond, you know, from everybody. So that's answer to that question. As far as, like, um, the other thing on the other side, I think people are just still trying to incite stuff, you know, for their own gains. So they figure, hey, you let me boo. And let me do this, you know, X, Y, Z to like cause even more like ruckus, you know, even though, you know, that's not right at all. You know, we should be doing like positive things once again, because it's too much negativity in the world. Um, And also too, I'm just going to say it, people are just racist, bro. I mean, we like, we get that we're trying to change stuff, but it's not going to change overnight, you know, it's been happening for years. So people are still, they don't like the message of positivity because they're just, so negative and it's so deeply rooted within them that they can't change like that overnight. Maybe one day they will, but as of right now, they just want to see people just play football, shut up with the messages and positivity and fuck all that and just sports. And yeah, you know, beer, America and stuff. And, you know, they have to realize that this is a different, this is a different America. We're trying to make it different now, you know? So hopefully they can see that, you know, eventually, but those are my thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And I mean, The question initially was, is it a distraction or an escape? And I I think I agree with you all, too. I think it can be a distraction for some people. It, you know, depends on, you know, what they're already believing, what they're already thinking. If it's not taking you away from things you already think, then I guess it's not really a distraction. But the escape side of it, you know, I look to sports not as an escape from race issues or as an escape for the political – uh, landscape on what's going on. I look at it as more of an escape from my job, my day-to-day, my, you know, the, the thinking, the critical thinking that I have to do all day. I'd rather watch sports and think just about the strategy of the game itself. Um, now again, you, you have to kind of respect the wishes of the product. The product itself are the players, NBA, NFL, baseball. That's the product now, look, I'll, I'll back the front offices and say you can't have a business without the people at the top managing ticket sales, managing concessions, product, merchandise, and all that. But you tell me how the Browns, the Lions, uh, I don't know, insert any other shitty team into this statement. Tell me how they're doing. You know, it, it's the players. And at the end of the day, if the players are feeling a certain kind of way, we need to hear them. We need to listen to them. Uh, I mean, any other profession, you have peer evaluation, you have reviews, you have, uh, you know, voices straight from, um, you know, associate level up to leadership, voice back to the leadership, of the people that run this. Now, sports, because they are, uh, you know, publicized and the media covers them, we are now privy to those conversations. You know, we are now hearing those conversations. So, I think the people that are annoyed by hearing it really you know have to take a step back and take a look at okay, sports are never going to just happen without media coverage you know and there's no other part of i can't say no other uh, at all I don't like speaking in absolutes, but what are the kind of businesses do you have you know executive levels or managers and things like that just shutting up not wanting to hear from the associate level that that just doesn't happen so You know, people want the product and they want the players to be happy. They want the players to actually play well. They want the product itself, the players, to go out there and execute. Well, then you kind of have to listen to what the players want to say. And, I mean, I think the biggest thing right now, and, and again, you look at this divide between the the political landscape, these things aren't new. Racism isn't new, you know. Racism has been going on. Hundreds, thousands of years, probably, you know, back to when pre-ancient times, you know. So, you know, for people to say, uh, let's just shut up and play sports, I, that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, these are the role models. These are the people that, you know, a lot of the younger kids are looking at to set the stage. If you're telling me that people are fighting for equality, they're fighting to end racism, and we're trying to shut that up, that just kind of seems stupid to me, you know. No, definitely def- definitely I don't know. That, that's my that's where i stand on it all you know
3: right definitely and just to piggyback real quick and i'll be quick about this but i agree with that man you know like i said you know this is 2020 it's different now you know like you have to kind of get rid of that old way of thinking and people are so afraid of change and it, it's showing even more just with people's actions but it's like you have to evolve you know, we, we we're human. We're, we're meant to evolve and get better. You know, we don't want to be stuck in our own ways or our old ways forever. And we have to actually take ownership and accountability to know, like, hey, I was wrong with thinking the way that I thought about certain individuals or about certain things. Let me be more open to to change. You know, so. So I got to say about that, you know.
1: Well, I think.
0: Well,
3: go ahead. Gary.
0: Well, uh, what's well, not play devil's advocate. You also got to. One thing is you can't just be too caught up in what you're preaching because other people that are like-minded feel you. But what I try to do is get a pulse on someone else who may not view view things the way I do. So for example, like I could just put on Fox, you know, like Fox News and listen to Lauren Ingram and kind of hear what the other side is saying, not necessarily saying that I'm, you know, a Democrat, Republican, you know, um, but um, like, you know, like one guy I'll listen to is like Ben Shapiro, just to kind of get an idea of kind of like, you know, like what a a logical or quote unquote logical person. Uh, how people may, may, think may. how
2: others think. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I listen to Ben Shapiro, even though I don't agree with him, he'll bring up will bring up comments like, "Oh, you know, like, you know, there's tons of SJWs out there who are doing this, this, this going on," or you know, and he'll uh, yeah. he'll bring up he'll bring up something like the reason why you guys are fighting for uh, social justice or change or to end slavery. Is asinine is because it doesn't exist. So, so his, so his, or other people that are like minded, their take is slavery. I mean, uh, I should just say racism or uh, systemic racism ended in the 1960s when the civil rights ended. So that's kind of their take. So, so I kind of look at that and I'm like, I base my argument off of comments, you know, or things that the mm-hmm. other or the opposite friend of mine may think.
2: I think that's very important remember, too
0: that's I mean, the humans, base,
2: you have to
1: counter it. Yeah, humans are built to seek confirmation bias, you know. We're built yeah. to say, yeah, I mean, shit, look at the way we're in school. Science project, what's your hypothesis? Now go find stuff that supports your hypothesis. It's I mean, that's of. how we were built, you know. That's how we were trained, conditioned. So, you know, when you have groupthink, a lot of the time you'll have people that might not even agree with, the majority or what they perceive to be the majority's consensus, you know, think of it this way when you're in a class and somebody says, all right, does anybody have any questions? A lot of time you might just sit there until somebody else says I do. And they're like, you know what? Yeah, me too. I didn't know what he was talking about either. But groupthink if the group says, okay, no, we got it. We're moving on. You might say, okay, I, I got it too, but you're clueless, you know? So it is important to get that other side of the perspective so that you're not just, getting confirmation bias. You're not just seeking like or like, uh, opinions. So I think it is important to hear every angle, every perspective, every, uh, opinion, just to kind of understand where other people are coming from. Cause I think circumstances a lot of time dictate that. Um, yeah, so I'm for sure. Sure. I,
3: yeah, I agree. You know, um, my thing is like we can agree to disagree a lot and there's nothing wrong with that like, at all, you know, like, that's, just because you don't agree with what somebody's saying, and you're saying you disagree, doesn't mean, like, you consider them, like, dumb, or, like, less confident than you are, you know, you just, it's two different thought processes, but, you know, um, the point that I'm making is, uh, you know, it's it's always two sides to every story, like, just generally, you know what I mean, so, like. Two-way street. Yeah, so people that are really strong and passionate, even myself and other people, you know, we all have room, I feel, just to. And I'm not even talking about politics, just as human beings, just to be more, look at everything from a, a grander scale. You know I'm saying? From a human scale, like bring it
2: down to a human level. So, mm-hmm. like whether, or I actually put it like this bring it down to like, you know, like we're like we don't have this skin. Like, like we're aliens, like we're gray or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all on the same planet, or maybe we're on different planets. You know what I'm saying? But, like, on the same one. But what we have to realize is that we are on the same planet. Even though we may be on, like, different lands, different country, different neighborhoods, whatever it is, you know, different people, different clans or creeds or whatever, it, like, we're all human. Like, we, we literally all, like, we may not walk the same, talk the same, but we're, like, all the same down to the nitty-gritty. And, like, yes, there's differences in us physically, mentally, um, you know, uh, like philosophically or whatever that word is, uh, you know, like how we think and everything, like because it all comes down to this. This is how we really are. Like, even though we're not the same, like here, we all have this. This is our main tool to use. And these and these and this, you know what I'm saying? And like, Like different strokes for different folks. Like, dude, one thing I've been getting into, and, like, you know, this is maybe, I, I don't know what, like, you know, we could talk about this uh, either, like, you know, on another documentary or another podcast that, uh, you know, we may build into. But I've been watching a lot of old sitcoms. A lot of old, old sitcoms, like Sister, Sister and fucking In the House and, like, all those classics, you know what I'm saying, Different World, all that shit like that. And, like, those, you know, Sanford and Son, from all, all the old shit, Bewitched, all that shit, you know, cartoons and shit. And those are all, reason why we enjoyed that shit when we were younger is because they, they're all the same stories of lessons. Like everything, all this shit, it, it, um, like you said, it just goes from time to time, day by day. You know, this shit happens every day. Niggas get shot every day, man. You know, like it, it's some, like with those stories, with those movies and with those, you know, uh, cartoons, whatever it is that those media forms, where somebody, you know, they have a creator and that creator puts it in, you know, they, they paint a picture like it's it's all telling us a story, like it may be different stories or whatever you know what I'm saying, but it's all the same thing it's all It's all stories about life, you know what I'm saying and
1: um it really is it it's uh you know and I know we'll spend time on a future episode. I feel like sitcoms are kind of time capsules, what's going on <laughs> in the uh, cultural zeitgeist at the time, right, and uh, I think that's kind of what chance is speaking to these things happen all the time. And I can understand. I mean, even if um, I think there should be no controversy around ending racism, I don't understand who could be on the side of, hey, let's keep that around. That's ridiculous. But even if you were to say, all right, let's take away the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And let's just say pizza matters, right? Let's just say that we're all fighting for, hey, everybody should like pizza. Even if it's as stupid and ridiculous as that, there are just those groups that are gonna find a way to oppose that. There's some people that just like to find a way to oppose that. Maybe they just get tired of seeing pizza matters all over, right? What I'm trying to have, not what I'm trying to get people to see, because I don't think I'm gonna change the world or anything like this. But what I've noticed is, you know, through this whole um self-reflection period of 2020 is it's understand what the other side is really trying to say understand the intent of the message now black lives matter itself has tons of different meanings now because there are different associations different charities different agendas <laughs> all of that and they all have agendas just like you say gary um but i think at the core of the message black lives matter yeah okay i agree they do Now the problem is when you have the reaction where people say all lives matter. Okay. Yeah. On the surface, that's true. But when you look at the context, it's introduced almost like a condescending response to black lives matter. If somebody had just come out and said all lives matter before black lives matter really started, there'd be no qualms, right? But it's this condescending response. And I think that it's because this binary world that we live in that's, this or that, left, right, black, white, there's no room for nuance. And we live in a world that is entirely nuanced. So again, adjust. It's, it's 2020. It's a new world. People will wear masks and bitch about wearing masks. Again, people find a way to bitch about something, right? Even if it gives you a marginal chance at you know, keeping yourself healthy, people will bitch about it because it's something to bitch about. Somebody's telling them to do it, right? People are forcing an agenda down their throats. That's how a lot of people might think. I think it just comes down to adjustment, you know, like I'm here to escape work. I'm here to escape, you know, what's going on day to day. I watch football. If I see, you know, the stuff beforehand for solidarity, that's something that we should agree with. Why are we fighting coming together, you know? So I guess kind of bringing it full circle, I think that sports are, I mean, they're the one thing. First of all, it's the one live current event that we have going on right now. But it's a very unifying thing in that you see people of all races, all colors joining together. Locker room talk, I mean, it's just we're all in it together, right? And we're all on the same team. We have a common theme. Why are we arguing? Why are we upset with people saying, hey, let's end racism? That's the part that kind of gets beyond me.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you have, like, Laura Ingram out there who's like, oh, you know, LeBron, KD, shut up and dribble. It's it's a way of pretty much saying – like we don't want we don't want the pizza lot, you know, all pizza matters like swarmed on me, you know, kind of thing. because right. uh, when you because you know, because if you're like a burger, it eventually it gets to a point where it's like, yeah, like I'm a burger joint, like, you know, like screw these pizzas, like we matter too. Da-da-da-da. So it gets it gets drowned out and it's sad. Uh, so then like you said, like life is nuanced, then we get caught up in like, oh, I'm on this side, I'm on that side. It sucks because now it's like, are we forced to pick a side? Like just because we say black lives matter is it you know that it's it's so difficult it's like almost like hey like oh like now you pick the side like now you're a social justice warrior like you know now so anyone now so anyone who's like even like far right or far left can like target you it's it's weird
1: yeah and that's i mean that's what i hope people watching or listening can kind of take away is you don't have to choose a side just respect the other side or if you disagree you know, maybe you stand on this side, understand where the other side is coming from, understand the intent, understand the context, and respect the other side's views, you know. Um, Try to understand, I think you would say, the other side's views. You don't have to agree with the other side, but understand what the other side is trying to get across and see where they're coming from. you really don't know the other person's circumstances. Right.
2: I would would just try to say, understand people. Yeah, I would say uh, it's uh, it's about understanding humans and how humans think and why is this? Now, let me tell you guys something uh, about why, you know, like that that word or whatever. That's a question, you know, in itself. It's a one word question. Why? Uh, I'll tell you the answer to all that. Tell them that it's human nature. And if you guys know, you know. Oh, that was a good one.